everybody. No. Hello, everybody. That's better than the first one. <laughs> Hello. That's the same. <laughs> I don't know how to do this anymore. Just normal. Hello, everybody. Oh. We're back. I can't tell if you're like having a stroke or like an orgasm. orgasm. <laughs> having strokeasm. <laughs> we're we're back, everybody. We're back from from hibernation. Hibernation. Yeah, we have been on hibernation. We've been at least I've been just laying in the summer sun. Doing nothing but that. Yeah. Except work. Right. We have been doing work, a lot of work. But it's 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 it was nice to you know, turn off the grind for at least the podcast grind and just like, you know, um let it be for now mm -hmm. and just focus on other stuff and not like uh repair things all the time and just like, you know, just not have to think about it for a while. It's kind of nice. Yeah, and try to you know get the creative juices flowing, yeah. flowing again fluing. a little bit, fluy, fluy, fluing. Uh, and think about what what we want to do, if we want to continue the podcast and how it should go, and you know all that stuff that people think about when they have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can see, we are. We got much better in doing the podcast. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but so what happened the last couple of weeks, Danielle? What do you mean? I mean, work. Work? More work. My mom's coming to visit. And then my dad's coming to visit. Yeah. That's super exciting. That is exciting. Um, I think a lot of things happened. We stopped. What the last episode was like when? June? I think so. End of June? Maybe? End of June or something? Yeah, the last one I think aired when I was in Holland. So that was the last weekend of June. And the reason why, it's funny, the reason why we decided to stop for a while was partly because you came back and I made you quarantine. <laughs> so obnoxious. And that, but that was also good because then we were like, okay, maybe we should just like, you know, stop for now and like take a little break because we basically released an episode each week mm -hmm. for over almost one and a half years and at the beginning we used to do it like we would record a couple yeah like within a couple of days and then release them once a week but i would say the majority of them we literally record one every single week edit it and put it out right so that got to be a little too repetitive and too almost like stressful to you felt like on monday or tuesday you started feeling like oh my god we have to think of a topic what do we have to do and you just it started to the, feel i wouldn't say stressful but the problem is it was there was pressure there which was kind of good because you know you, yeah, you had I mean, to put stressful. something out but at the same time i think uh that pressure made us like uh release some episodes that may, might have not been so good or might have not been so interesting and in terms of the topic or maybe mm -hmm. of our preparation or maybe of how we approached the topic and that was a, that was also a reason why we said okay let's maybe take a step back and see let's stop for now and see okay mm -hmm. do we still want to continue it and where do you want to go with it 
And I think um, we both decided to continue it. Otherwise, we wouldn't do that right now. Bye. <laughs> uh, and But we also said, okay, we want to keep pushing forward in the direction we've already been doing, like having guests on, talking about relationship stuff, but also stuff that is like a like part of relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, part of our relationship specifically. Right, right. Um, and also just trying to have like interesting topics, interesting people, um, with, with their, uh, knowledge or whatever, you know, experts and shit. That would be cool. Um, and yeah, we're trying to deliver on that, but we also trying to deliver more on like personal stuff and like things that, you know, has been going on with us. And so this episode, I wouldn't say it's like a full episode. It's like more like what, what, like we're back and, and basically just like a little, I don't know, like what happened in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so why don't you talk about what happened in the last couple of weeks? Uh, there were a lot of things. So I almost had a burnout. That was fun. I I wouldn't say burnout, burnout, but I, I scratched on the surface mm-hmm. of like going down there and I had to literally take a week um, off work. Sick leave. Sick leave, basically, to uh really do nothing and i needed the time by mm-hmm. like the end of the week i was slowly coming down and i felt like the urge of or the motivation to work again stronger and it's 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 coming back or this back a little bit already um but yeah that was not fun at all yeah and i had a lot of like video shoots and a lot of a lot of a lot a lot of work and yeah that made it not better but yeah that that went past and i started therapy because of that and because of my anxiety because we did an, an episode of anxiety i think like pretty early on in the in the podcast nah, the, the 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 second to last episode ah. we did was also an anxiety i think called anxiety never fully leaves or something like that i don't know something <laughs> like that um but i so i started therapy and that's going pretty well that's good and it, the fun thing is i i basically started therapy the first time with a man man on man <coughs> and we smoke cigars and mm-hmm. and eat meat and talk about women <laughs> <laughs> no no it's sounds very, like a good therapist yeah it's very it's very it's very liberating no it's really nice it's he's a really nice uh therapist and i have had a really good feeling in the first time i went there and um and it's 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 definitely something i needed um the shitty thing is <laughs> for me it's always like when i'm on the brink of like uh i don't know a breakdown or something i like oh i should go to therapy <laughs> It's not like maybe I should go to the therapy during the year to avoid well, that's, something. That's what's so funny. Like we started going to therapy exactly for that reason to prevent avoid, any yeah. like, I mean, sure, we had some things we wanted to talk about and to like work on, but it wasn't like we were at a, a crazy, you know, a crazy point in our relationship or something. Yeah. But when it comes to just like your own personal mental health, yeah, you just kind of wait until yeah. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. So that happened. That but you've been twice now, right? I've been twice now, and I'm being I've, I'm going back at the end of August at some point. Yeah, and yeah. Otherwise, we had like a, a little fight or like fallout. 
um, because I did something stupid. <laughs> if you want to elaborate, we can. I mean, to. we can. We can, totally. Sure. Um, should I set the story up? I or think you, wanna... you should set it up. Because <clears throat> okay. then it's coming from your perspective and not mine. Um, so I did nothing wrong. and <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, uh, I, was, I was basically after the week of sick leave and I was working again. And I had this video shoot and uh, I texted with my ex and she wanted to give us like some samples of protein powder uh, already like years ago and, and we never really, you know, uh, came together or it never happened. So, and I was near her this, the, on that day. And so, um, so it happened to be like an option so I, I could, you know, meet her and 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 get the protein powder mm -hmm. basically and um i texted you to ask you if that's okay that i meet her um to get the protein powder and then i come home um and you said yes to that mm -hmm. um and which for me i mean it was thing? a big thing because we've talked about this briefly on our podcast before but this particular relationship has for some reason always been kind of hard for me because yeah. they were you know they weren't together that long but still they're really close for two people who are exes and share some kind of personal things sometimes and so it's kind of been a difficult one for me and there has been lying about this relationship in our past yes and so it's very triggering for me overall yes. so for me to just be like okay with like yeah sure you can go meet up with her alone yeah i was like okay that's that's a big step but i wanted to prove that i'm like moving forward and yep. working on stuff so and then it happened that i don't remember how or when but uh so i basically went to her house then and picked the stuff up there um and i stayed for a few minutes and met her son and then i went back home and I did not tell you before I went to her house that I went to her house and got the stuff. And yeah. And I mean, what what happened that you kind of left out is that you you had texted me without me. I didn't ask where you were meeting her, right. but you had texted me. Right, that I meet her somewhere. Yeah, right. Somewhere like in public, like yeah, in a right, parking right, lot or right, something. Right, right, right. And I said I was okay with that. And in my head... I had told you before, like in the past, like at some point I might be okay with like yeah, yeah, yeah. you two meeting up, but I would never be okay with it being at her right, house or right, apartment right. or whatever. Right. Um, and so I had remembered saying that. So I almost in the moment that he texted me that he was going to meet her in a parking lot, I almost texted, okay, but please not at her house. Because I just had this weird, partly a feeling, partly just anxiety, but I was like, no, he knows that. So I didn't right. say anything. <clears throat> So, yeah, and then uh, she couldn't come or she couldn't, like, get out of the house because of her son still asleep or, or just waking up. Um, and I was done with the shoot, so I dropped by her house, got the stuff, um, met her son, and then went home. No, but you told But I told the... you that I would meet her at the, at, yeah. the, at the parking lot. But you had also told me that that was never really in the plan. Right. To me. So, like, you right. and her had never really made a plan to meet at this specific place. It was right. just, let's meet up. Right. So, and then I went home and I basically wanted to tell you that I went to a house. Um, but you asked me before that. 
and so I admit to it. Um, and I wouldn't say we had a fight fight. Would you say we had a fight I mean, fight? I don't know that it was a fight fight, but the, the thing that was so hard for me is that even it, it was like him falling back into old habits yeah. and yeah. I I trust him to the point where I know he would, wouldn't like do anything with it. Like it's not, there's no like physical thing the, there. But that's not the it's point. Just the point is that just, he's so used to right. lying because he thought that it was like helpful to me in some way like it's easier that way i think we talked about that in i think episode. we did too but yeah that but was the for point me, it i was think just hurtful for me for me i mean we talked about this for me it was like it there was such a big and long stretch where things mm -hmm. like that never came up again and you know we were such in a in a good space where we were honest together and where we you know it never came up and it would have never came up anyways and then this situation occurred and and without even thinking about it, I fell back into this old habit mm -hmm. of doing that without even thinking about, okay, maybe I'm, why should, I mean, it started off honestly, like, hey, should I meet her or can I meet her to get that stuff? Yeah, but at that point, you already had the plan to meet right, her. Right, but, but it started off like, okay, I'm trying to be sincere and then mm -hmm. it, it back, backfired immediately, which is so stupid, but it did and... Um, and that also showed me multi like that it's not something I I'm over. Mm -hmm. It's still something I have to work on and it's still there. Well, the way that I approached it once I realized that a lot of what you had said was not true, I I kind of approached it as I, I really tried not to approach it with anger, which I think I did a decent job of, at least at first. But... I was trying to say like this is kind of our first test with this situation because mm -hmm. we've worked through a lot of it over the years, but we've never really been tested on it since we've worked yeah, yeah, so much. Yeah. And so for me, that's exactly what I saw it as right from the start. As soon as you asked me, hey, yeah. would you mind if I meet up with her? I instantly said yes. Yeah. And for me, that was like it, it was not comfortable. It was a horrible feeling. But I was like, this is my this is my test. Yeah. This is the first time we're being tested with this and I need to not only for myself, but also for us, yeah. show that I'm like doing something. Yeah, yeah. And so I think for me, that's why it was partly hard, but partly like kind of understandable because you failed the first test. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, but it's the first, you know. And sure, it doesn't feel good. But hey. I think I think <clears throat> the harder part for me was because, like I said, I had a feeling as soon as you said a parking lot, I was like, I mean, that's bullshit. Like I knew. I knew it was not true. And I didn't think it was her house maybe, but I don't know. I But that's that's exactly why I texted you after. If you guys want to hang out after, I would be okay with that. Just let me know. Yeah. Because I figured, okay, they're like going out to get coffee or something. And yeah. you would just yeah, rather say you're never, meeting in a parking lot. That was never the plan anyways. No, I know. But I was just saying that's why I said, because I knew the parking lot thing was bullshit. And I just didn't feel like addressing it then, which is why I then asked you later mm -hmm. when you came home. But I think what was harder for me in that moment was that you kept building on it even after I asked about it. Yeah. So it's like I, I asked about it and you said, 
I said, did you really go to a parking lot? And you're like, no, I actually met her at her house because she couldn't meet at the parking lot. Where it's like, you're still keeping that as part of the story. Yeah, but if, to me, I mean, that was the original plan. I drove yeah, to the parking plan. lot. I, I parked even there. I was there. That was my original plan to, to actually do that. But then it turned out that it couldn't work anyway. So no, I, I, know, I but, didn't. But the time, by the time you texted me that you were meeting in a parking lot, you already knew you were going to her house. That's my point. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, we talked about that. Yeah. That's, and yeah. you said by the time that you oh, yeah, asked yeah. me yeah, yeah, yeah. or told me we'd meet in a parking lot or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. you were already like on your way to her house, basically. And so that lie got built upon even after the fact. Yeah. And then you kind of got mad at me for questioning it, like getting mad at me for not trusting you, <laughs> which then makes me feel bad because it's like I'm not trying to I mean, not trust you but it didn't it's get more... mad i wouldn't say i get mad. you got defensive though i got defensive yeah but when it could have mad. just for me it's like in that situation it's just yeah. better to say i'm sorry you're right i i fucked up or i wasn't honest about that yeah other than rather than just like building upon it and building upon it but i think in the in the in the grand scheme i think i mean i know what i did wrong and i know that i have to work on that stuff still um and that it's still there that I have to be aware of it and that I have to actively do something against it. Mm -hmm. um, and I know I can do that because I did it in the past already. So it's something I got too comfortable with and then it's and I slipped. Yeah. Uh, it's, not an, it's not an excuse. Um, and I still feel bad for it because it, it you showed me a big sign of trust and a big sign of look, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and I trust you with this and I fucked it up, basically. Um, but it... Well, I, I appreciate you saying that, that you, like, recognize... No, I do, I do. And I appreciate you saying yes to it because you could have also said no and I would have never done anything. You know, mm -hmm. I would have drive, driven home right away. Um, but but e even that, it's, it's a shitty excuse because uh, I use it yes and I still fucked it up. Um, but... I think in the grand scheme, I think we handled it pretty well with some slip ups I think afterwards. So too. Yeah, I but, should also nah, admit to be my no, but if you tell your faults, then I tell mine too. I think it's only fair. After she some had time, sex with a nah. get with Kong. That's not cool. <laughs> no, I, after some time, it wasn't right away, even as tempted as I was, but I fell also back into old habits and. After I felt like he was still not telling me the whole truth, even though I asked him about it like days after, I looked into his phone, which I shouldn't have done just to like confirm something that I felt like I knew. And yeah, that also was not okay because that's also breaking trust. Yeah, but, that yeah. happened. So but now you know the story. It's just one of those things. I think it's this is why honesty is so important. And I, from my perspective, maybe you can share it from your perspective, like why you think it's so important. But from my perspective, um, especially in a situation where we've like it's a sensitive situation because this exact kind of like that relationship has been so sensitive to our relationship in the past. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that, like you said, like I let myself be uncomfortable and I showed you that I trust you um, to have it kind of like thrown back in my face was really hard. Yeah, but yeah. I think also because, and I told you this, but as the person who got lied to, I'm the one kind of stuck with the aftermath of it all. Yeah. The person who lies, and maybe I'm wrong, this is just how I feel, but the person who tells the lie, the worst thing that can happen is they get caught. 
Yeah. In my opinion, the yeah. worst part, that's the worst of it. Once you get caught, it's almost like a relief. Yeah. Like, okay, it's out there. Then it's not hanging over my head anymore. But for the other person in my side of it, I have trust shit right now that I'm like trying to like build back up again. And I have like these like small anxieties re revolving around the situation and I'm hurt by it. And it's just kind of like now I feel like a lot of the work that I did was not for nothing, but it's kind of like I feel like I take a step no, back agree. and I have to rebuild a lot and I that agree. sucks. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you take you took a step back. It just uh, uh, it hurt you and it hurt where it hurts. Um, but I think the... Ah, uh, fuck, I lost the train of thought. Um, I, 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 God damn it. <laughs> uh, no, but I think with I think that the whole thing showed also showed me again, which I already knew, but it confirmed again to me that, uh, it's especially with this relationship to that person, and especially with uh, handling those things, I I should be especially honest and especially mm -hmm. f forward, because it not only helps you, um. To see, okay, I'm I'm honest. I'm telling you everything. I'm I'm putting all of my cards on the table. But at the same time, it uh, also helps me to. It, it helps me, I think, to to see that if I'm being honest and if I'm and I know that because it happened before, uh, that that the outcome is much better and for mm -hmm. you and for me because you feel less anxious then maybe a little bit at first but then it, yeah. it, it's not as bad you know um and we talked about this multiple times before and also in the the lying episode that uh, as you said the lying is it comes out and then all the shit starts you mm -hmm. know lying is such a small thing in the grand scheme of the, it's like the tip of the iceberg and once the lies you know uncovered uh, there is a lot of shit that that comes down, mm -hmm. um, especially if, if the lies gone on. Not saying this one did, but if the lies <clears> gone on <throat> for a long time, where it's like it keeps getting built upon and built right, upon and right, built upon. Right, right, right. And also, if it involves a subject matter that might be a dicey in the first place, mm -hmm. then you, there's a lot of things you have to rebuild trust, and you have to. Uh, both people, unfortunately, have to work on it. And yes, as you said, the the person who got lied to has to has to do a lot of things on her on her or his or their own um which um the other person obviously should support and and be as supportive as possible to you know mm. and with that i mean obviously being honest and trying to show honesty and trying to show mm -hmm. hey i'm you know i'm trying to work through that for yeah. Yeah. i think that's a hard thing about lying in general also is i think building trust back up in terms of like once lying has been involved is one of the hardest ways to build trust yeah because it's, you can't see it you can't see if somebody's lying unless you're like really good at reading yeah, people that's true. but i mean i tend to have like feelings sometimes where i'm like i feel like that's not totally true just based on you know maybe how you phrase something or what yeah. it just sometimes feels weird um but and like I said, I hadn't, and I told you this, I hadn't had that feeling in so long. So, and I usually trust my gut. Yeah. So I'm like, I I believe that he has stopped the little lies yeah, and all this. Yeah. Like, I truly believe that. But then all of a sudden in that moment, I'm like, that doesn't, that feels like it used to feel, you know, it's like a, yeah, a, yeah. this weird thing. Yeah. Like Scooby-Doo has. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, uh, 
Yeah, I think it's just it's it's hard to build that trust up because it's like I I you just have to trust. You just and it's hard to do that. It's hard to just say, "Okay, whatever they tell me is true from yeah. this point on." It's not yeah. easy. And so I think that's kind of where I'm struggling a little bit right now. Not that I don't trust things that you say, but in the back of my mind sometimes I'm like, yeah. "Is he really going there?" No, I or know, I know, I know. <laughs> Um, but to end on the light note, we watched a Wes Anderson movie last night <laughs> called Dead Wait, Shilling. let's just, let's like round that <clears throat> topic out nah, before I think we... we... I think we rounded it up. I don't think it's rounded out. No, nah, I think so. That was like a weird, br- like blunt place to No, nah, but, but it's on purpose because I, first of all, it's already going too much. No, no, but long. I mean round it up by like a, in like a quick I didn't round way. it up. No, just that, that if you're in that situation... Try not to let anger take hold of you because that's what I used to do. And I felt like this time it was really, really helpful to not let anger be the first emotion. I mean, both of us, though. Yeah, but I'm, ta- I'm just talking about how, how, yeah. how I personally yeah. handled it. Um, but and then to to work with each other. And, you know, if you're the person who did the deed, not to just be like, oh, I'm out of the pay- I'm like done now because it's out and I don't have to do anything else. So, yeah. but to like be there for the other person and vice versa to help yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. But on a lighter note, <laughs> we watched a Wes Anderson movie last night called The Darjeeling Limited, and it's from 2007, and it's a great movie it about is. brothers and brotherhood and friendship, and it's technically a road movie on a train, so it's technically a drone, a train, a drone, a drain movie. <laughs> Um, but it's it's a really nice movie, and uh, if you love Wes Anderson or, or Owen Wilson, then you should definitely check it out. I mean, if you don't know who Wes Anderson is, I highly encourage you to watch all of his movies. Because yeah, and his new brilliant. one is coming this year called The French Dispatch, mm-hmm. and I can't wait. My personal favorite is The Royal Tenenbaums. If you have never seen The Royal Tenenbaums, watch it. My great cast, great movie. My personal favorite is the, the, what is it, Fox? The Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox. The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm-hmm. That's my it's favorite. also great. Uh, but that's it, everybody. So by next week, we will be back with a regular episode. I mean, this was already a little topic themed, but mm-hmm. next week we will have another topic for you. And as every, or as, as, as we say every time, if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. It helps us uh, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcast and share the podcast if you like what you hear. And also, if you want to, you know, tell us something or give us feedback or just want to you know, talk to us or have a topic suggestion you can reach us on our instagram or website or anchor page yep. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm Kara, host of the Conquest of Bliss podcast, a show designed to help people explore well-being in a casual setting. The thing is that I spent a super long time searching for well-being, and once I finally started to gather some of the tools and understanding, I started wondering why it was so hard to access in the first place. So the Conquest of Bliss was born. 
And even though it still feels extremely vulnerable, every week I release a new conversation about important topics that make up our well-being. Amazingly, I get to spend my time talking to experts like neuroscientists and psychologists and lay people like plumbers, authors, and yoga instructors, all helping me working together to create a diverse, expansive library of conversations around what happiness and well-being are, what tools we can use to get there, and what it looks like sometimes when it plays out in the real world. If you want to join me on my journey, The Conquest of Bliss is available anywhere podcasts are found. (laughs) 